Yazoo City, Mississippi. Oh, how I love thee. I spend a lot of time in Mississippi. People don't know this because I haven't told people this. And part of this season two of the podcast is me slowly introducing myself more. Um, You already know the dick sucker freak side, but I want to introduce myself a little bit more before I start bringing on content creators and hot folks like that to interview. But even though I'm originally from New York, my roots were planted in Mississippi. That's where my family's from. Yazoo City, Mississippi. As I was saying, I get down a lot. I visit probably twice a year, maybe three times. And I love you guys in Mississippi. Yo, that 39194 zip code is just always excites me. Love it, love it, love it. I first started going to Mississippi when I was a teenager. I remember the first time my grandfather saying, yo, we're going to go down and I want you to meet some of your cousins. And there's a whole other side of the family you need to get in touch with. And we took a road trip down. It was some cousins and other relatives. And we drove from the Bronx to Yazoo City, Mississippi. And yo, that was a long ass drive, by the way, in a minivan that we rented with one of those uncles. I had a great uncle who was riding with us. And yo, my uncle had to piss probably every 20 miles. (laughs) But we got to Mississippi and it was just one of the best experiences I had at that point in my life. At the time, Yazoo City was very small. There weren't many stoplights. I believe back then there may have been two stoplights. And it was walkable where we were, the city. And the city hall was actually housed over a family dollar. And I was just so intrigued by that because you come from a city like New York and you go to a smaller city in the South and you think, wow, like this is their way of life. This is their culture. And it was almost one of those places at the time where everyone knew each other, including my family. I have a very popular family to date down in Yazoo City. And yeah, it just was an amazing experience. If you've not visited Mississippi, I suggest you do. Just the history, the culture, like I said, it's truly an amazing, an amazing experience. Well, we got there and we're chilling with some family. You know how you guys do down south. The hospitality is amazing. And we just was having a great time. We were staying with one of my aunts 
and my cousins and they would introduce us to people around the city and it was just man the way you all down there roll out the red carpet for city folks like me um it's just you can't even describe it but many thanks but i will say this <laughs> mississippi has some of the best dicks i've ever sucked i've been sucking dick in mississippi for a long time and i know some of you are thinking here we go he started out like yo mississippi has culture and history now we're back full circle i've sucked some great dick in mississippi and mississippi is home to some of the biggest dicks look it doesn't matter if you're light skin dark skin skinny thick tall short young or old you're gonna get some fat ass dicks in mississippi specifically yazoo city that's the focus so after hanging out at some relatives houses one of my cousins who is from mississippi said yo let me take you around and, and show you guys what we do down here we hung out that weekend and it was different but amazing because up in new york we're so extreme and we're gonna go to this bar we're gonna go to this spot we're gonna hang out here we're gonna go take the train here but in Yazoo City at the time, it was simply people getting together in store parking lots or abandoned building parking lots and having a good time, just <laughs> meeting up with each other. There would be music playing out of some of the cars. And I remember thinking how that was different but great because life was so simple down in mississippi so my cousin was introducing us to some of his friends and we ended up meeting a good friend of his who said yo this is your cousin from new york i bet bet i have a cousin who i'd love to introduce him to so again we're going car to car meeting my cousin's peoples they're like yo you're from new york yo do y'all know mary g plige do y'all know jodeci salt and pepper and my cousins and i were like yo yeah we know all these people we live up the street from them and that just gave us <laughs> more credibility <laughs> in this parking lot because at that point people started offering us shit like oh you want to come drink with us <laughs> Yo, we got some chicken that mama made. You want to come eat with us? So it was kind of that sort of vibe. But we get to meet the dude who my cousin's friend wanted me to meet. And he's like, yo, this is my cousin. We'll call him P for the sake of this episode. He's like, this is my cousin P. And P, this is whoop woo And I wanted to introduce you to, he's visiting from New York. And I thought you two would click and your vibe would be amazing. So what I would learn later was that P also got down with the get down. P liked the boys like I did. 
So I don't know if my cousin strategically had his homeboy introduce me to his cousin who just so happened to also like dudes. But whatever the reason, P and I connected and we vibed beautifully. Over the next couple of weeks, because we were there for the entire summer, we were there for nine weeks, actually. But over the next couple of weeks, P and I became close. I'd go to his house. He'd come to my people's house and we just chilled. We did everything. And P would introduce me to some of his friends who I would also be like, yo, this is some hot shit. Like, I could look at y'all and tell y'all motherfuckers get down. But they just were so fucking beautiful. So P was this tall, light-skinned guy with curly hair. I know, I know, I know. Stereotypical, beautiful guy. But P was so pretty. And he was very feminine, which in a strange way at the time turned me on. But one day I was sitting on P's porch and he was like, yo, you like boys, don't you? And I said, yeah, I I like boys. He's like, me too. And keep in mind, we are young, like teenagers. He was like, yeah, I like boys too. And I said, oh, okay, cool. I said, so do you um, know any boys around this way? Like, how do you guys meet? He was like, actually, I do. So I was going to suggest that you and I go check out this house. There's a house not too far from here. And I hear that they be like killing little boys in that house. But if we walk by a couple of times, we might see who's entering and all of that shit. So I follow Peasley. We walk past this house, normal ass house. Nothing going on. There are no cars in the parking lot, uh, in the driveway, rather. And it ain't shit happening. We stalked this house for about three days. And finally, we saw a car pulling up in the driveway. And P was like, yo, 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 yo. There's like a, a car pulling up. Let, let's check it out. So the car pulls out and these two guys hop out. Nothing seemed weird about the two guys and they go in the house and peace like, yeah, some shit. So something's up with these motherfuckers. So we repeat that same shit over a period of three or four more days. Then finally, we are walking back and forth. The car pulls up in the driveway again. And P is like, I'm about to go up in the driveway and say something. And I'm thinking, nah, bro, we don't want to do that shit. We might get killed. Like, I'm I'm from New York, where sometimes if you say hello the wrong way, a motherfucker kill you. But nah, P, P's like, yo, don't worry about this shit. Just come on. I got it. So I'm following his lead. We get up in this motherfucking driveway. And the two guys are getting out again. And... The passenger looks and he's like, may I help you? And P crazy ass said, yo, I heard that this is the house where little boys come in and you guys kill them. Is that true? And the dude said, what? Is that what the fuck they saying about us? Nah, we, we don't kill little boys. And he looked over at the driver and the driver said in the deepest voice 
No, we don't kill little boys. We just fuck y'all. And I looked at P and P looked at me. And I turned to run my scary ass away. I actually started running away. And I realized P still standing by the car. The fuck? So I'm like, yo, come on. What the fuck you doing? And he's like, nah, nah, come back, come back, come back. I go back up and I could hear P like rapping with these niggas. And he's like, yo, so you say you fuck little boys. And the dude said, yeah, I fuck you little boys. Y'all, y'all think we in here killing little motherfuckers? Nah, we in here fucking them. And P nasty ass. I didn't realize at the time that P was nasty because P and I never messed around. Even after we realized we liked boys, you know, we both got down for the same fucking shit. We never fucked around. That just made us even closer. So P was like, hmm. I've been fucked a time or two before. You think you might want to fuck me? And the dude (laughs) said, nah, we good. But the passenger was like, well, (laughs) he want to get fucked. Let's invite them in and let's fuck them. And the driver said again, nah, nah, I don't don't think we should do this shit. But the passenger was not giving up. So you know what that means. I'm just going to fast forward past the bullshit. We end up in the house, right? All right, we're sitting in this living room. P and I are on this love seat and the two dudes are on this long sofa. And... The driver said again in his deep ass voice, like, yo, so y'all really think we be in here killing motherfucking kids? And it was at that moment that I realized, like, shit, I am deep in the South. So even though shit was still a little rocky in New York, it was a little more acceptable. The fact that two motherfucking dudes can live together, be together, and they weren't killing kids. But this was the shit that they were saying down in Mississippi. Like, nah, these two motherfucking dudes live together. We know they're a couple, but they killing motherfucking boys who come in the house. So I look the whole time I'm I'm looking over at P like, what the fuck have you gotten us into? Because while, yes, I have done some shit at this point. I've been fucking and sucking, but I've not been in Mississippi doing it. And not just Mississippi, but I have not been outside of New York doing this shit. You know how it is. You know your neighborhood better than anyone. But when you go to a foreign spot, it's like, what the fuck? So we're sitting there and P kept mouthing to me like, it's cool. It's cool. We're going to be all right. Like, chill. Chill, chill. I've done this shit before. And I'm looking at him like, motherfucker. Like, what the fuck? So the passenger dude said, so tell me more about you getting fucked. 
P, you said you've been fucked before. Tell me about it. So P starts reminiscing on some experiences that he's had. I've been fucked here. This dude did this to me. I suck. This dude dick. And you could see through dude's sweatpants that his dick was getting hard. I picked up on that immediately. And I'm like, dude is getting rock fucking hard. And the more P talked, the harder dude's dick got. And the dude said, come here for a minute. Let me ask you a question, like, in your face. So P, without hesitation, stands up. He goes and he gets in front of dude. And dude is like, can I fuck you if I wanted to? And again, the driver dude was like, bro, no. That deep ass sexy voice with that sexy ass country accent that I'm not even going to try and mimic because I will fuck it up. But he was like, no, I don't think we should be doing this. But the passenger again was like, it's cool. He gets fucked. It's cool. But the driver even said, I don't even know if they 18. P and I never said a word. We laughed because we knew we were young as fuck, right? So P said, yo, yeah, I've gotten fucked and I will let you fuck me if you want to. And the dude said, pull your pants down. Let me see that little young ass. So P pulls his pants down. Dude's rubbing his ass. I'm sitting again on this love seat. Turn the fuck on at this point. But dude's rubbing P's ass. And he brings P a little closer to him. And he starts kissing his cheeks. Just playing with his booty. And he takes his hand, puts it on the back of P's head, and he bends him over. And he starts eating P ass. And I'm like thinking, this is my shit. And I could see P, his face just screamed passion and excitement and joy. And he's moaning. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> That shit look good as fuck. And dude takes his hands and he opens P's eyes and he is sucking his hole and licking fucking P with his tongue. And I guess they saw the look on my face because dude stopped eating P's eyes and he said, you come over here to your little thick self. So I walk my little thick young ass over there. He takes his hand, puts it on the back of my head and bends me over. Now I'm down at P's level, bent over. But the dude said to his partner, who I'd find out later was his partner. He said, now you eat his ass. And again, dude, in that deep voice was like, no, I'm telling you, this is a bad idea. I don't think we should be doing this shit. This is bad. And after a little bit of persuading, I felt some hands spread my ass cheeks. And I felt that warm, wet tongue in my young booty. 
Hey, you sucking my ass and licking my ass and moaning. That moan when you eating some booty and it just smell right and taste right. And you do that little licking and then you do that. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And that's what he was back there doing. And I'm bent over again. I'm down at P's level. And P is moaning. I'm moaning. I look over at P. He's looking at me. He starts smiling a little bit. I smirk a little bit. And I'm like, fuck. We got these two grown ass motherfuckers eating our young booties. Shit. The fuck. It felt so good. And then I hear a dude who was eating pee ass. He said, can I taste some of his booty and you come over here and eat this? And dude with the deep voice was like, yeah, let me taste this little young ass. So they switched places and now the passenger is eating my ass. And it felt so good feeling his tongue inside of me and... I could see P really feeling good because that motherfucker with the deep voice could eat some motherfucking booty. I don't know if it's because my little young ass just wasn't used to real good tongue at that point. But that motherfucker was eating my ass so fucking good. And P moaning and I'm moaning. And then old boy who was eating my ass, he started smacking my ass. And he do that eat and then suck like he'd be like. <sighs> on my hole. And I, when he did that shit, I'd like jump a little bit. Cause that motherfucking suction on my booty hole felt so good. And again, my hole was so young. It was so sensitive. It, it's still sensitive, but. Not as young as it was back then. And I'm moaning. And then I felt him put a little finger inside my ass. And I'm like, ooh, ooh, shit. He starts fingering me. And that shit felt so good. But he kept having to direct his partner to do shit. He was like, why don't you finger him now? And his partner would be like, yo, okay, I'm going to put my finger in you. And I can tell when he stuck his finger in P because he started moaning. He would look at me like we locked eyes during the process. And I'd look at P like, yo, this shit feels so good. And he'd look back at me like, yo, I would never stay wrong. I would never stay wrong in Yazoo City. So dude fingering me And then dude asked me He said Have you two ever fucked around And I said no He said damn I really want to see a kiss And I looked at P And kind of that look uh, Waiting for his approval And P nodded his head For me to come toward him And our little young asses Bent over, getting our booties ate, started kissing. And it was just a nasty, wet, young kiss. Like we were kissing like two little nasty young boys. Tongue. 
It was so wet and sloppy. We look in each other's faces. And dude eating my ass, you could hear him. He kept saying, hell yeah. Damn y'all little young nasty asses. Y'all some little young nasty hoes kissing like that. And we kiss even more. Oh, just damn. That shit was hot as fuck. And then dude asked me, yo, do you get fucked? Have you been fucked before? Cause your little booty tight as a motherfucker. And pee little nasty ass. I've been fucked. That's just how he, I, I feel like that's just how he said it. I've been fucked. And dude said, have you? He was like, can I stick my dick inside of you? Cause you did say that earlier. Like you've been fucked before. And P said, stick your dick inside of me. Dude started fucking P. Yo, like P took that grown man dick so beautifully. Dude was fucking P so nasty. And he was throwing his young ass back. I could tell he had been fucked quite a few times because the way he was throwing his ass back on dude, I'm thinking, shit. And so again, dude directing his partner, he was like, so why don't you try and go over there and fuck him? And the partner was like, well, yeah, let me go see if I can stick my dick in him. And his partner started fucking me. So now P and I bent over. Sometimes we'd still kiss, but we never unlocked eyes. We're looking at each other and both of us are getting fucked in our little young asses. And they fucking pee and fucking me. Dude was wearing my ass out. Dude had a perfect dick. It wasn't big. It wasn't tiny. But at that point in my life, it was a perfect size. And he's fucking us both. Like he and his partner. And um, and then they would switch and fuck us. Rotate again and fuck us. Watch us kiss. Fuck us some more. And then I felt dude who was fucking me, which was the deep voice dude. He pulled out and I f- felt that he was about to bust. I just knew it. And he said, I'm about to nut on your butt cheeks. And I'm off. I skeeted the fattest nut. I felt his nut hit my young booty cheeks. And I remember shaking my ass a little bit. Because at that point, I had learned how to shake my butt and shit. I'm shaking my ass. And he's moaning and body jerking and shit. And then dude who was fucking pee. That motherfucker pulled out. And he started busting the nut on P's ass. And P kind of started doing the same thing. Shaking his ass. And we stood up. And that nasty ass motherfucker said, now I want to watch y'all fuck with each other. Because I can't imagine, like, y'all not going to bust no nuts after this. So P and I get on the love seat again. And this would change our friendship forever. Because up until that point, we'd never fucked around. And we get on this love seat. 
we're both laid back and we started kissing heads to the side and we're kissing while we're beating our dicks and again we're young boys like yo we're not experienced adults we're like young boys so we're beating our dicks and i felt the deep voice dude licking my balls so he's on his knees his partner is on his knees licking peas balls so we jacking our dicks kissing and they're licking our balls and that should happen for about maybe 10 minutes and P was the first to blow. He said, I'm about to come. And once P bust his nut, I started busting my nut. And together, we're like busting like shit. But the couple, like the dudes were catching our nut, like sucking the nut as we were busting out of our dicks. And I'm like, ah, oh. and P is like, ah. And them motherfuckers on their knees like They slurping all that shit up And that was some of the hottest shit that summer That was also the beginning Of one of the hottest summers I would spend in Yazoo City I've been back and forth a lot P and I are still good friends And he's actually the one who inspired this episode He's like, yo I fuck with the podcast, you know that. Share that fucking story when we were at them old heads' houses getting fucked and shit. And that's just what happened. We got fucked and loved it. So I'm saying not to say Yazoo City, I have so much love for you. 39194. You guys have taken such great care of me and I appreciate it. Love you, Yazoo City. <laughs>